Hi everyone. Uh, today we have with us uh, Kapil from uh, microfinance.ai. Uh, he's founded microfinance.ai as an AI platform uh, which partners with lenders to digitize their operations and provide micro lending to underserved borrowers. Kapil, a very good morning to you and welcome to yet another uh, podcast session of the FI Lab. Great to have you here. Yeah. Hey, Devraj, good morning. Thanks for having me here. Awesome. So Kapil, I mean, we have, uh, uh, you know, a few questions for you. It's a very interesting platform that you have built um, right. at microfinance.ai. And I'm sure, you know, the budding entrepreneurs around uh, would love to sort of hear your uh, and the team's thought process behind, uh, you know, the platform as also, you know, on the market, right? So uh, let's get down with, uh, you know, a few questions right away. Sure, sure, Debraj. So, Kapil, first of all, for our listeners, uh, you know, can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, the current state of the microfinance lending uh, segment, right, and the size of the market? Uh, more so about, you know, where are the major opportunity areas in this segment? Got it, yeah. So, India's current microfinance sector, which is, you know, Operating from last 20 years, when the Mohammed Yunus started uh, a Grameen Bank uh, in a Bangladesh, since then, the market has significantly matured and grown as well as in significantly last 20 years. India having more than 100 million microcredit borrowers are there. The portfolio outstanding is somewhere around more than 35 billion USD. And the market is growing more than 30% CAGR on annual basis. And we see this is huge opportunity. Uh, uh, in terms of, you know, this is the largest uh, segment which is serving the largest mass market, uh, specifically country like India, where 90% of population is earning less than 25,000 a month. Uh, in, in respect to that, when, you, when we compare, uh, there is huge digitization which is parallelly happening in India, uh, thanks to efforts like geo and set cost got significantly cheaper. And as per the recent report, India having more than 700 million active internet users are there. But when you compare uh, this number with a microfinance borrower, how many of these borrowers are digitally applying, digitally availing the microfinancial services? It, it's very, very less. Out of 100 million borrowers, less than 1% of these borrowers are applying microfinance loan through digitally or maintaining that relation through digital platforms. And this area, we believe this is huge opportunity in terms of disrupt and bring this microfinance borrower and digital platforms and monetize that relation, offer evaluated bundle services, even such a size product which is which was not viable to deliver in physical mode. If you bring this borrower and digital platform, there is huge possibility to provide evaluated financial product through digital platform. And that's where we see huge opportunity that will bring huge humongous amount of data to improve the underwriting because this borrower do not come with a uh, uh, you know, a uh, former credit history and that digitizing and bringing the borrower and digital platform will open up lots of opportunities. Thanks, Kapil. That's, uh, that's phenomenal. I, you know, two things just struck for me uh, in this whole thing. One is, you know, the fact that you said that the market is growing at 30% CAGR and mm. the fact that, you know, the segment is, uh, is predominantly under-digitized, I would say, right? Now, mm -hmm. generally for an industry that grows this fast, uh, you know, digitization and uh, use of data becomes critical, right? Um, right? 
even when we talk about uh, the innovations in the financial services sector right um, mm-hmm. you know we have seen multiple innovations happening right the latest being you know account aggregator going live in india right, right. Uh, right. however still you know when it comes to usage of data analytics and technology mfis largely are still traditional right uh, relying heavily mm-hmm. on traditional ways of underwriting why is that and how can you know players like you sort of help change that uh, modality and mentality sure sure so devraj we need to see the pain point from a holistic perspective if we need to put in a mindset from the borrower who is taking a loan from the microfinance industries or rural customer who is staying in some uh, small village for them to reaching a bank branch is somewhere around 15 20 min- uh, 20 kilometers uh, drive uh, wasting their mendes and does it make sense for this borrower who is getting most of his income in cash to you know deposit money in a bank account uh, build a transaction history get in a financial their financial requirement is all also low low somewhere around you know, 30000 50000 loan does it make sense financially viable for them to avail this financial services to banking ecosystem even it's not make any sense for a bank to lend or make operationally viable to lend this and that's why the microfinance came to picture but in order to digitize this borrower build their credit history uh they do not have a that strong credit history based on that uh, bankers so in, in that context uh, specifically micro lenders uh, and there are a lot of solution like yes rightly said account aggregator there are uh, in terms of you know there is a open network credit enablement okay and also coming up but the big problem is that this borrower is not started their lifestyle like their digital financial journey first probable step is that to make their micro financial journey digital and on top of that utilize that uh, information data which has been garnered through these formal micro finance relations and their footprint is coming on a digital platform and then on top of that we can offer a value added financial products the if you see data and analytical use uh, in the micro finance industry which is relatively very very basic uh the reason is that what is underwriting model which has been used by the microfinance industry uh which is primarily uh, taking kyc detail of the borrower and checking microfinance uh, equifax hymark or similar reports from a credit bureau and if they are not on default give a loan to that particular borrower uh, as in a first uh, first first mfi second mfi as per the rbi regulations there is no or very minimal use of alternate data because primary these borrowers all the borrowers started digitizing their lifestyle but borrowers digital data is not been captured to build an alternative credit history build an proxy of their income assessment related datas and that's why when, when we as a microfinance.ti uh, comes into picture our primary focus is to how we can make that borrowers uh, digitally apply the loans or digitally see the loans or digitally repay the loans when the borrower comes on a digital platforms we get an opportunity to get an alternate data that will help microfinance industries to effectively underwrite when microfinance.ia comes into picture by but by not doing even anything their underwriting models improves at least 5x to 10x because we we authenticate data from which location they are applying you know face matching scores mobility scores and we income assessment score which is directly coming from the borrower's phone that significantly improves underwriting model and there is huge huge scope uh, to use alternate data because based on that we can decide what amount of loan need to be given what is the risk categorization borrower we cannot assess 
this kind of uh, information purely based on a credit bureau because the credit bureau information is not uh, sufficient that's why we are not able to give a higher ticket loan and that's where we need to use technology for good of the people to effectively provide financial product Kapil, that sounds uh, like a pretty pretty herculean job right uh, because mm. i think you know there are multiple aspects to it one is you have to uh, get the customer onboarded onto a digital platform so you get some digital footprint and top mm. of that you know you also as you said right you also have to build uh, the internal processes at the lender side so that you know they are able to sort of do this right mm. um can you uh, you know can you just tell us a little more about microfinance.ai just going a little deeper into the platform right uh, mm. how do you guys do it what do you guys do uh, mm. to solve these challenges and uh, again what difference does it make to a you know from a thin file retail borrower perspective right from the end customer perspective how does the whole process change uh, if you could just shed some light on that Sure, sure, sure. So let me categorize a microfinance.ai is offering in a three category. First category, which we focused on a borrower segment, uh, where we say that uh, although many microfinance institution are providing a mobile platform for their borrowers, which is you know kind of white label product provided by their LMSs, but somehow we need to understand the demography of the borrower. the microfinance borrower is not comfortable with the complex, uh, you know. uh you know their cognitive ability is relatively limited they do not understand the complex jargon as well as an icon which is thrown on a digital like fintech platforms beat uh, uh, i could name it uh, paytm phone pay is not been built for the segment which you are targeting their digital adaptation is video voice and vernacular even my mother you know rural area customers who are comfortable to use whatsapp they putting a status on a whatsapp they forwarding videos making videos on you know instagrams but they are not comfortable for typing so we need to build a digital platform by keeping this borrower in mind so microfinance.ai promotes a digital platform mobile platform called bito which specifically designed for a local language prefer users they get an voice assisted journey uh, in a local language they need not to type anything while applying loan or you know uh, uh, while availing financial services through the bito and there are a lot of innovation which is you know a pipeline which we launching it uh, in a graded way you know conversation Uh, AI in a local language and a similar stuffs to make that borrower's life easy. Uh, at the same time, bringing safety, security, and uh, contextual knowledge they can get to avail the digital financial services. One part is a Vito, a mobile platform for a microfinance borrower. Another second piece for the micro lender is that micro lenders comes to the web platform provided microfinance dot AI, plug their branch network, plug their product, build JLG loan or any other loans. and define what territory they wanted to get uh, that loan should be live so it's kind of platforms plug your product branch network and your particular product uh, be it you know ashirwad jlg loan in that particular geography will be visible any microfinance borrower who want to apply digitally can apply this loan digitally and the micro lender get entire uh, digital loan applications and we will be putting our efforts to bring that borrower through digital efforts uh, and with a much more alternate data verified kyc detail additional alternate data to assess the borrowers in addition to that none of the players is currently doing a digital glg you know almost 95% of microfinance portfolios in you know, a joint liability group portfolio but 
but we do not see any platform to avail you know source source through the digital platforms microfinance industry uh, microfinance lenders can launch their jlg product and entire entire jlg loan initiated by the borrowers or by the uh, help by the field executives can be sourced to the microfinance.is digital platforms another interesting point is that as per the recent microfinance guidelines by the rbi all the borrower need to do uh, do income assessment of the borrowers in order to assess what is eligibility of the borrower what is the categorization of borrower if they are eligible for you know less than 3 lakh income is falling or not as per the unsecured microfinance categorization and they can do this income assessment powered by the digital platforms uh, by the microfinance.ti through by plugging that criteria how they wanted to do income assessment and that can be simply done by the few clicks either by the field executives uh, through the mobile application window or by either borrowers so our mobile application having dual functionality can be used directly by the borrowers or can be used by the field executive micro lenders so micro lender one piece is for the borrowers a window another piece uh, where web platform they can plug the branch their product and they define the criteria and the product gets live and the, as and when the application comes they can screen scrutinize it approve it sanction it even does disburse through the platforms and after disbursement they can take it to their existing lms so we had a open apis for them uh, to integrate with their lms and their conventional lms which is used by in the market we had fairly integrated with them third piece is that uh, third piece when it comes is that what would be the logical step for a micro lender who digitized their operations their operation become much more efficient their productivity become much more efficient the logical step would be they required more capital in order to deploy and increase their profitability increase their revenue uh, increase their margins so microfinance.ai also works with a wholesale lender uh, to provide debt capital to partner microfinance institutions so in a sense we working in entire ecosystems starting with the borrowers helping micro lenders and the next logical step it providing uh, more capital so they can deploy that capital in much more efficient way and that transparency in terms of data where the portfolio quality what is part 3060 that kind of information is available on real time basis that's bring entire value for the not only for microfinance uh, microfinance institutions but a wholesale lender as well and as and when we go ahead there is much more significantly improved underwriting model uh, without collecting any additional data which will be available at a disposal of microfinance uh, institution a proprietary underwriting tool uh, which can be used by the micro lender to underwrite the borrowers and provide value added financial product as well so that is a nutshell for a borrower for a micro lender and providing additional capital these three areas we are working with the micro lenders kapil that definitely does not sound like a nutshell it sounds very comprehensive <laughs> what you guys are doing uh i'm wondering kapil that uh, many borrowers uh, would have different lmss right and you have open hmm. apis how do you uh, ensure this integration happens between the various lmss and your open apis all right so there are two uh, points where we require an integration one is whenever the loan is been sanctioned or in micro lender decide that i wanted to give loan to these borrowers then that loan posting api need to be done Right. so we fairly documented this thing so only one interaction point we required loan posting apis uh, which is been in uh, in a current ecosystem financial services very very fragmented each each player bringing their own expertise someone said that i can provide end to end solution it's not viable 
they need to have an open api oriented ecosystem where everyone is bringing their expertise so the lms provider which is fairly available in the market specifically mfi segment i can name a few uh, three four are there who is relatively prominent and almost 80 90% of market has been uh, you know served by them we've been associated and uh, working with them and that loan posting api is available with this lms and another interaction point comes is you know repayment which is powered by the vitto for the most of the repayments most of this lms has already been using you know third party repayment tool like bbps or you know some other ptm kind of thing so they already documented repayment tools and we even need not to do a repayment integration we already integrated with the bbps through our partner bank so if any mfi user live on a bbps they need not to do an integration with us the the borrower can directly repay through the bbps which is already live on a platform so there is only one interaction point which is loan posting apis uh, either that can be done through the api integrations or uh, and for offline as well we had a fairly documented and uh, uh, define a value journey to download an xml file which can be bulk uploaded in the any lms uh, without any manual uh, typing or you know uh, manual procedure so both way we are working and integrating with the uh, partner lms for a smooth uh, interaction between the systems that's fantastic kapil great to hear that um yeah. i have a final question on your go to market strategy uh, so microfinance.ai decided to go uh, you know let's say a b2b or a b2b2c route for uh, solving <laughs> these challenges right now uh, and you guys are doing a whole bunch of uh, things right Uh, you know for the aspiring entrepreneurs who are listening to our uh, podcast um, you know can you just walk us through your thinking process for adopting uh, this particular route and its pros and cons sure 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 so india's microfinance sector has significantly seen seen ups and downs in last two decades india's market india's mfi market is one of the most flourishing mature and growing at a very rapid pace and and if you see in other context india's financial services delivering huge value to the borrowers huge value to the customers and the fintech is playing significantly significant role into into entire the value chain and the all the player are bringing a unique value propositions something like banks are bringing low cost capital some payment infrastructure providing smoothing payment some you know credit underwriting player is providing a hugely good accredited entering model so so no one can say that i can do end to end things everyone need to identify their core competence and use other services in order to provide best value to their customers what we identified microfinance industry is value is that they are serving more than 100 million borrowers the microfinance industry having more than 1.5 lakh field executives are there in the field for delivering the services maintaining portfolio quality and what we identified is the microfinance industry's ability to recover the money and maintain high quality portfolio if any lending business it's not an a big deal to disburse and create an aum but do you having ability to maintain that high quality portfolio and a consistent basis if we want to deliver the services indian masses we need to have an a physical model to recover the money maintain the portfolio and india's specifically rural segment oriented customers digital journey will take time so we believe that we need to associate with micro lender empower them and make them digitally competitive microfinance loans are very competitive their interest rates are competitive they are having ability to maintain the portfolio quality one of the missing link what we see in a current trend is that they do they are not on a they are not presence on a digital presence 
and at the same time borrowers preference is changing they changing their lifestyle and are getting more and more digital at the same time mfi's loans are on a digital platforms so we want to bring this mfi loans on a digital platforms make micro lender more competitive we want to use that strength field fold the operation strength to recover the money uh, and maintain the portfolio we are not here to increase not only increase their efficiency but how the micro lending institution can grow 10x by associating with us if the current portfolio uh, current india's microfinance portfolio is 35 billion by associating or by by player like us coming into picture can we make it 10x in next 5 to 7 years can it be 300, 300 billion 400 billion next 5 to 7 years 100 million borrowers can go to uh, go up to the 400 500 million borrowers in next 5 uh, to 7 years that aspiration we have we want to strengthen microfinance institutions increase their capacities increase their efficiencies at the same time increase the uh, reach and competence among the conventional fintech players uh, by bringing by bringing them on a digital platforms so that's why we believe that every institution bring core competence we need they had a significant experience on a, on the field we need to associate with them and fill the gaps and we found that te- uh, like technology platform for a local language people users uh, that would be the strength which will be bringing at the same time microfinance bringing uh, field presence strength and by combining together we can create a win win for uh, not only for both of us but for our entire ecosystem and creating huge value india is highly underserved market in terms of credit in order for india to become a 5 trillion economy we need to provide affordable secure capital to the to the micro, uh, to the borrowers or micro enterprises so they can create value and significantly contribute in a growth journey of india and that's why we wanted to also to associate with the micro lenders and amplify their effort at the same time in contributing in a growth journey of india well i think uh, that's fantastic three uh, key takeaways for me uh, you know for from the last answer has been and you know i'm hoping that for our uh, entrepreneurs as, as well is that whenever you have an industry that's uh, as sensitive and closely uh, you know net as the mfi industry in india then basically it makes sense to you know one respect the supply side existing players strengthen them optimize them and partner with them right so i think i think it's a phenomenal approach and i think you know uh, uh, it has i mean i can i can think of many other industries as well right where uh, such an uh, such a philosophy would work one is in education right uh, edtech where you know the general philosophy is that you don't replace the teachers but you strengthen them right to make them 10x right in terms of capability mm-hmm. and you work with them to deliver better education so i think i think you know this is this is incredible and i think you know i'll i'll uh, give a lot of value to our uh, you know listening entrepreneurs yep thanks thanks yeah so devraj so kapil yeah. thank you so much for taking time out it was uh, a lovely discussion and very insightful as always uh, thanks a lot man for taking the time out uh, to come to this uh, you know platform for this session thanks thanks devraj and thanks for microsave team for arranging this thing and i hope this uh, podcast will help other people to understand the market better and uh, we would see there a lot more uh, young uh, entrepreneurial or tech oriented people come into this market and uh, building a solution for a uh, next billion segment yeah awesome mm-hmm.